listener. Hi, and welcome to Broadsheet Melbourne Around Town. I'm Broadsheet's Editorial Director, Katja Vaktel, and the host of this 10-minute guide to Melbourne. We like to say at Broadsheet that there's something interesting happening every day of the year in this city. But March definitely takes things to a new level, and one of the reasons for that is the Melbourne Food and Wine Festival. It runs for 10 days from March 24, and it crystallises everything we love about dining in this city. The depth, the breadth, the diversity, the fun, and the quality. There are a lot of events to choose from and some seriously big local and international names on the program alongside the endless supply of snacks. And we've got the festival's creative director, Pat Nurse, here today to give us the lay of the land. If you want anyone to curate your festival, it's him. Pat Nurse, welcome to Broadsheet Melbourne Around Town. You are going to be a very, very busy man over the next few weeks, so thanks for stopping by. Katja, I am never too busy to not be on this pod Great. Long-time listener, first-time talker. You're the Melbourne Food and Wine Festival's creative director. Tell us what that means. I've come to understand that that term means a multitude of sins or covers a multitude (laughs) of sins, I should say. In our organisation, for my job right now, it means curation or, as I like to call it, choosing things and thinking (laughs) about things and leading content or, as I like to call it, writing stories, finding stories, telling stories. During the festival, though, it means a whole lot more. I mean, we're a pretty small team, small but effective team at the Melbourne (laughs) Food and Wine Festival. So if the festival in 2022 is any guide, my job in the next 10 days will be everything from introducing talent, laying out chairs, hosting events, picking people up from the airport to just filling the gaps. In a particularly extreme example, last year, riding around Melbourne on my bicycle, trying to find uh, native Australian ingredients to make teas to make up for a package that went missing. Thank you, Khan Nguyen and the Aru team for coming through with the goods and Jocks on Frillo for coming through with the goods very late on a Sunday afternoon last March. I was at Embla at Dave Pint's event. Dave's the chef at Burnt Ends in Singapore. Jocks on Frillo, who you might know from film, television, billboards and worry beads, very kindly. He's a very good man in terms of um, connections with uh, indigenous ingredients and he pulled up in uh, a sports car at the front of Ambler and threw a suspicious and large-looking bag to me out the window and then I was on the bike straight down to the venue delivering the tea. I hope that there aren't any other emergencies this time, although it sounds like you were happy to do. To- Around some plates, I, I think I accidentally overbooked Hope Street Radio for its Paul Carmichael and Morgan McGlone event, Two Islands, One Dream. And so to atone for my sins there, I got to be the person who gently but firmly nudged the first sitting out in time for the second sitting. And I got really good at saying, thank you so much for coming. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Yeah. So if anyone is going to curate the food festival for us, it's you. This is basically like getting a personally curated guide. Where do we start? What should we do? Where should people go? It's enormous, but it's super accessible. A lot of our events sold out a couple of months ago, and that's great. We're really excited that that people around Melbourne and Victoria and around the world are pumped to come to the Melbourne Food and Wine Festival. And they're um, things like the Signature Chef Series, uh, the World's like the Longest Chef Lunch and Brunch. Exactly, Katja, and the World's Longest Lunch and Brunch. But having said that, it's a big festival and there's a lot going on. And we also know that, you know, we want to make the festival, as I said, as accessible for everyone. And that includes people who didn't get organised or maybe just want to rock up on the day 
particularly for the rock up on the day crowd, we've got our store, the convenient store, <laughs> which is a new addition to the festival as of last year. So it's basically a shop that we build and drop into Melbourne. Last year it was at the Queen Victoria Market. This year it's at Fed Square on Swanston Street. So we work with 7-Eleven to bring this one to life. I mean, who would you rather work with to make a convenience store from scratch than people who actually make Do it for a living? stores? Exactly. So they know how the Slurpee machines work and are. Are there Slurpee machines? There are Slurpee machines. We have um, multiple flavors of Slurpees and I guess the Melbourne Food and Wine Festival twist that we bring to the Slurpee is at our store you can have it with gin or rum right. or, or not. Yeah, for the store, we work with a whole bunch of amazing Victorian chefs and community organisations to produce one-off deliciousness for the store. For example, Victor Leong, the fabulous chef at Li Ho Fook, one of the best contemporary Chinese restaurants in this hemisphere, has produced a sandwich inspired by his love of oiga food, so Chinese Muslim food. It's like a spicy lamb situation stuffed into a little mini nan, as Victor calls it. There's some cheese in there for the ooze factor. It's a good time. Yum. If lamb's not your thing, Shannon Martinez, the queen of green, is on the scene. Shannon has come to the party with a new version of her vegan chicken parma that is ridiculously tasty. One product I'm really excited for you to try is um, some ice creams that the guys from the Warren Gundage Aboriginal Corporation have produced in collaboration with Tim Boone. They're using a variety of Indigenous plants to flavour those ice creams that they produce themselves. It's a, it's a Black-owned business. It's really great. Strawberry gum would be the place to start, I would say. Strawberry gum. It's not strawberry and gum. Strawberry gum is a eucalyptus uh, that tastes a bit like strawberry. Super delicious. Other ice creams you might like to try include this year's offering from... The wonderful Christian at Luther's Scoops in Brunswick. Last year at the Queen Vic, he had a great hit at the store, which was remixing the donuts from the American Donut Van into an ice cream. That was one of our biggest sellers at the store. This year, it's all about 7-Eleven banana bread made into an ice cream. Ooh. So yeah, there's plenty of space to hang. You can come and shop. You can hang out and have a drink. We'll have things happening every day. And again, it's unticketed. It's easy. Just rock up, take a look at it, say hi. It's going to be fun. Let's talk about the Baker's Dozen because I think this is one that our readers got really excited about when we wrote about. I'm personally excited because it's basically a lineup of the best bakers in Victoria. I am one of your readers who got excited about this. I got so excited. I was like, we need to do something that really advertises the fact that Melbourne, Australia, is the capital, the world capital of cakes and baking. Yeah. Let's put it out there. If the New York Times can say that Loon Croissant is the best croissant in the world, I reckon we could make a pretty credible claim across the board that this is the place to come the for cakes and baking. The list is long. The list is long. So yeah. and it was a it was quite a job just narrowing it down to our baker's dozen of the 13 venues that we're going to have at Federation Square on the 1st and 2nd of April. It's an open air bakery market. So can I name all 13 without yes, referring please. to my notes? From the top, all I welcome Baker Blue, Baker's Delight, Black Star Pastry, Bread Club. Holy sugar, kudo, they're gluten-free. Loon Croissant, Ari, Marley Bakes, Monforte, Tarts Anon, The Flower, Melbourne. To be frank, just come on down. It kicks off at 10.30 on Saturday the 1st of April and Sunday the 2nd of April. There'll be coffee, there'll be things. And also check out Celebrity Sausage. Ooh while you're at Fed Square. So now, this, this is, is a new activation. And it's very exciting for Melbourne Demons football fans. Oh, my goodness. 
Should I we just one. jump straight in there? I think we should. Let's talk about Christian Petrarca and his involvement in this year's festival. We like to start with a lot of the time. Sometimes we want to just take a crazy wild swing and, you know, come at things from left field at Melbourne Food and Wine Festival. But a lot of the time we think, well, why don't we start with something that people love, that we know people love? And we know people, this person anyway, loves a sausage sizzle. Have you ever been to a large um, hardware chain or, I don't know, a federal election where you haven't wanted a, a sausage on no, a piece of bread? It's I it's part of the it. Australian way. It's the Australian way. It's the Melbourne way. So we thought we would capitalise on that delight and maybe kick it up a notch with the power of celebrity. Yeah. And who better, Karcher, than Christian Petrarca? Yes. So obviously Christian Petrarca, very well-known Melbourne Demons football player. Lovely guy. Yeah, very nice. And someone who has, even for those who don't follow football, he's garnered a pretty big following on his social media on TikTok for Cooking with Nonna. So basically what we did was we approached a cross-section of almost entirely but not completely Victorian celebrities, so people in comedy, people in news, people in food, mostly not people in food, people in football, and said, hey, would you like to join us at this amazing sausage sizzle? You don't actually have to cook the snags, but we would like you to design the sausage sanger of your dreams. And a whole bunch of great people, including Sarah Wilson, Chrissy Swan, Jackie Felgate, Senator Briggs, Reese Nicholson, Karen Martini, and coming at you live from London, Lee Tiernan, have come to the party. And I have to tell you, Kutcher, like, I, you know, while I have total faith in the celebrities of Victoria slash London to come up with great ideas, I was thinking we might need to do a bit of work on this. But I have to tell you, one of the great and pleasant surprises of this particular festival was the fact that these celebrities came to the table with really good sounding sandwiches. I can't wait to see how people's personalities get translated into a sausage. Obviously, Virginia Trioli, who is wonderful, love her. I would love to know what's going to be. On hers. Well, I can tell you. It's okay. all on the website right now. If you want to like pregame, I mean, obviously you're going to want to go down there over the weekend of one and two April and eat every single celebrity sausage that you can. But where do you start? Do you start with Virginia's turkey, onion, sage and raisin sausage with shallot and almond relish? Gotcha. That's good. Or do you go a bit wild and do you, you know, go with our London guest on the uh, celebrity sausage lineup, which is the chef Lee Tiernan from formerly known as Black Axe Mangle. Lee has gone for a bit of a festival mashup, actually. He's done a Szechuan pepper pork sausage with Mapo Dofu sauce on it. And the Mapo Dofu sauce comes from another festival guest, Danny Bowen from Mission Chinese. Wild. Um, if you take nothing else from this conversation, it is that if you want to engage with the Melbourne Food and Wine Festival this, this March without thinking about it too hard, go to Federation Square on the 1st or 2nd of April. In fact, again, for the no-brainers, we have a festival bar happening at Fed Square and it's such a, such a good thing to do this job in Melbourne, I tell you what, because yeah. it's not that hard to find really amazing collaborators. So we're like, oh, we should, let's do a great festival bar. Somewhere you can just rock up and have a good time. Somewhere perhaps we can hang out between sausages. <laughs> Who could we get to do the drinks? Who could we get to do the snacks? Who would be the absolute best? I know, let's get Tom Serafian, the hummus king, to do yeah. the snacks. Tom, yeah, I'm in. Great, done. Oh, now, what about the drinks? What about Caretaker's Cottage? 
Caretakers, guys. What's up? Rob, Ryan, Matt, what's up? What do you think? Yes, yes, yes. Done. So come on down to Fed Square, 1 and 2 April. It's a Saturday and a Sunday. (laughs) Meet me at the MFWF Festival Bar and let's have a Melbourne martini. A Melbourne martini in this telling is a martini from Caretakers Cottage, the greatest of Melbourne martinis. I'm going to put it out there. Garnished with a Tom Serafian Gilda, everyone's favourite Spanish snack on a stick. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Pat. If you're looking for Pat at the festival, he'll be the best dressed there, always very dapper. You can go find him at Fed Square and he can give you a personal tour. He apologises ahead of time for moving you on for the second sitting. (laughs) Thanks, Pat. That's it for today. You can stay completely up to date at any moment of any day at broadsheet.com.au or on Instagram at broadsheet underscore Mel. I'll be back again on Wednesday, same time, same place. Chat then. A listener production.